Hello, hello. Happy Tuesday recording day. Ooh, it's Tuesday. Welcome to yet another episode, because we continue to do this, <laughs> of Confession Session. <Woo>! Yay! <laughs> I'm host number one who laughs at her own non-jokes and also who's really struggling with the fact that due to, you know, the whole pandemic and quarantine situations, her hair has not been as long as it is currently since maybe early college and she finds it incredibly distressing <laughs> oh i feel so bad i'm a host number two <laughs> the one who feels bad and you know just sometimes you go having a certain hairstyle for a while like i'm also like i do that mm -hmm. like until early college my hair was one length for the entirety of my wow. life and then after that point, my hair was another length for the entirety of my life up until now. So it's just. <laughs> this is a new chic. It's a pandemic chic. <laughs> Call me Rapunzel. <laughs> so I'll use it to repel from buildings. <laughs> a useful tactic. I approve. <laughs> I'm the host number two who has just got a lot of mixed feelings about Groundhog Day. Not because of what it stands for, but I just. I can't tell if it's the cutest thing that we do as as people or the stupidest thing that we do or both. So I'm host number two. I feel bad and I'm confused. Okay. I feel like I would say both. I'd throw my hat in the ring for both. Punks tiny Phil. Little dumb, little cute. A little silly. I honestly forgot about it <laughs> until until someone informed me today. So that's that's how invest deeply invested I am in Mr. Groundhog I, right now. I had similarly forgotten um, until I saw a video of someone holding up the groundhog. Oh, very. <laughs> and cute. a person just you know I guess I had this image that the groundhog sort of just I don't know why I thought this came out of the hole, looked around and then went back into the hole all on its own. Gave a little gives a little thumbs up. <laughs> Exactly. That is not the case. <laughs> a day of learning. Uh, so as per usual, before we, before we get right into it, I uh, just want to mention again for the umpteenth time that all of the views expressed on this beautiful question session are our own, including those about groundhogs <laughs> and whether or not they pop out, out of holes, and they don't reflect the views of our employers. <laughs> not even a little. <laughs> not even a little bit. It's an excellent flag. <laughs> just you know listen groundhog however i may or may not feel about you that's not how my employer feels. i mean i don't know i can't True. say i can't say how my employer feels about who you. could say <laughs> well so <laughs> it's 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 february we made it this far uh, <laughs> it feels like a century has gone by <laughs> january is has been the longest month <laughs> On record. You can quote me on that. <laughs> and yet somehow, like so long that I, I feel like it's, I mean, it's only a couple days in, but like I'm just changing the calendars around my house. Yes. Like calendars, time is meaningless, but I have them because they got cute dog <laughs> photos. But like I, it's, I'm, I, I can't comprehend that it's February. Time is meaningless, but dogs are forever. Yeah. <laughs> but it is, here we are on what, January 135th yes correct sorry no. oh so silly no. <laughs> no it's all good we're still get we're still getting there together um tis the season not to be jolly <laughs> but but to be horny <laughs> she'll be here all week <laughs> <laughs> 
Hey, baby. (laughs) That's right. Ladies and... Uh, See, we... I need to provide, and you need to provide, that classic Valentine's Day cheesiness that we're not getting from external stimuli uh, or external factors, you know, because normally you walk into any, any... uh, God-fearing CBS, and there's, you know, the giant three-foot, five-foot, six-foot-tall bears, <laughs> the, like, really crappy chocolate, quote-unquote chocolate, <laughs> in the shape of a heart, the little M&Ms, because <gasps> Mars gets in on the action what as well, M&M. you know, all just, like, the, all the stuff, the pink and the red and the fuzzies and the cutes and the little Valentine's Day cards. Oh, my God, and the little kids hand them out to their classmates, except for this year, where they're not handing them out to their classmates, oh, no. I guess, huh? That just dawned on me as I started saying it. <laughs> I haven't thought about that in a long time because I feel like as a as an unpopular kid, that was <laughs> we. I feel like we. Just, I mentally blocked that. It was out. rough. It was rough. I, I think. It, yeah. And like the the kids, everyone was like forced to give them to everyone else, but like you oh, knew yeah. when it was like I'm I'm being forced to give this to you because I have. Yeah, to. like they said, everyone gets a Valentine, so here is the Valentine. I got a lot of those too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Speaking of, <laughs> speaking of feeling obligated to give things to people and do, do things, go on. you know, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's like a, f- a funny holiday, you know, it's absolutely become like some corporate mess of a holiday, mm-hmm. always probably was some corporate mess of a holiday, but you know, uh, it, depending on who you talk to, it brings different levels of stress and different levels of feelings, <laughs> you know, people feel like they have to do something socially back when we could go breathe in each other's spaces without worrying about uh a pandemic and a virus you know just uh, a fun a romantic time uh, oh yeah to celebrate wow, love wow, wow. with your, your 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 boyfriend your girlfriend your other friend your life partner your husband your wife whatever yeah. or just you know uh like the classic galentine's <gasps> day uh your best friends just time to to say hey hey babe i loved you before and i still love you now yeah you know? let's just celebrate all the love that I have for you, my friend. Yeah. Over pancakes. Which, which, frankly, I feel like in the case of friendship and best friends, I feel like that love is given pretty freely the remaining <laughs> 360 some odd days Agreed. of the year. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I, I love you so much. Again, <laughs> texted you that yesterday, but hey, babe, it's Valentine's Day. Love you. <laughs> in case you forgot, today, still love you. Still- <laughs> <laughs> I do actually. I feel like you know, in the spirit of of, of corporate corporate greed, I do feel that obligation of like, oh, I should you know, send my friends some send my friends some flowers or send my friends some candy. Oh yes, it de- it definitely the urge is there. It almost feels like to your point about the obligation and like it being so corporate. It feels like it would not mean anything. No one would take it badly if you didn't send them something, but you feel yeah. bad if you didn't send something yeah and i i feel like that that ties in really well with the idea like it's weird it's a little weird to me like it's again totally fine celebrate valentine's do whatever you want it's weird to me that we like have to have a holiday for those people who maybe don't like today is the day that i am going to like make an effort (laughs) yes to like express that I love you. And I know that's an extreme that doesn't always happen, but you know, the it's like a classic douche boy move. Like, Oh, I show you I love you every day. Okay, guys, that's not what I mean. And you don't, yeah. but <laughs> <laughs> just it, I think it ties into to one of our, one of our talking points today of just how 
fucked up our views on family and so, love are in this current world that fuck. we live in. And just, you know, the timing of Valentine's Day, I think, just highlights that really well. In the in the theme of February, we figure we can do some kvetchen about the general romance genre. And there is kvetchen to be done. For sure. <laughs> kvetchen to behold. <laughs> behold, look upon our works. Kvetchen for you, kvetchen for you, <laughs> kvetchen for you, kvetchen for everyone. <laughs> kvetchen for <laughs> Not to be missed. <laughs> so, yeah. Do you? What do you think? Do you wanna? Do you wanna introduce this first? Sure. Or? I'll. I'll. I'll take. I'll take topic number one because I think it's something that we've we've spoken about, and I think everyone has probably experienced this at some point in their uh, adult life. Why do so many people talk about their partners and their families like they fucking hate them? Actually, in pre-COVID times, you know, everyone would joke at the office about like oh haha it's nice to get away or from the the spouse or the kids i would have coworkers who would just complain about like whatever shit their spouse did or didn't do over the mm-hmm. weekend and look i will be the first to tell you that i have plenty of plenty question of plenty for my partner so i'm not saying that oh everything needs to be sunshine and roses but like i don't out the gate, walk up to my coworkers, and I'm like, "Listen to the shit that he did this weekend." <laughs> Whoa! Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> is that is the first thing you have to say is negativity? And I also understand that obviously, you know, it's important if you're, you know, especially in these quarantine times, <laughs> you know, make sure you're taking time for yourself because even if you love someone very much and you get along very well, being in the same in many cases, a small apartment mm-hmm. together. You gotta take take time for yourself and make sure you're spending time alone. But I don't know. It's weird to me, the, like, the cultural thing about making it sound like existing with your family is such a chore. Yes. And your spouse is driving you crazy. And, oh man, the kids, like, wouldn't leave me alone. And again, everyone's the right to complain, but just, like, that's what happens more often than anything yes, else. Yes, it's almost always complaining and almost never, like, this fun thing that happened or this cool park that I took my kids to over the weekend or my partner and I went out to a park. You, these people... Yeah. Sorry. No, no, no. No, go ahead. I'm no, so you're good. I just, I was just imagining in meetings that I've been in where these, these people, and it's not always... It's not always the cis white men. Mm, sometimes it's the ladies. I will say, yeah, a lot of this, a lot of cis white ladies. Yes, a lot of cis white ladies as well. So this is a, this is a multi, multi, multi gender generational, shall we call it a multi generational? <laughs> That's problem. trademarked, by the way. That's ours. No one can have that. <laughs> yes, it's ours. You can't have it. Sorry. And if you already have it, oopsie, sorry. <laughs> yeah, it's these these people get up and. Why is it so much easier for you to say that you're annoyed or you're sick of someone? Why is it so easy to put out negative emotions instead of like, I really like you. I love you. Yeah. Or even it like doesn't even have to be, oh my gosh, we went to a park and it was so romantic. I'm not saying you have to swing the pendulum to the other side. It's just weird to me that to your point, people are like, oh yeah, well, we took the kids to the park and it was pretty nice. And then, you know, we, uh, we cooked dinner, we hung out and watched TV. Like it doesn't have to be, oh my God, it was the most romantic and wonderful experience of my entire life. And I'm never going to get another experience like that again. But it's just on the flip side, it tends to be so aggressively kind of negatively coded, which I think is really bizarre. Mm-hmm. And everyone's like, ha ha, oh yeah, my husband does this. Oh yeah, my boyfriend and my girlfriend does this. Why are you in a relationship? Yeah, 
If all you do is complain. Don't date people you hate. <laughs> don't marry people you hate. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. For me, I just feel like I would want to have established – like, coworkers – like, I feel like with you, my darling <laughs> friend, or with my darling friend who know me and who know my partner, they they know all the good yes. things or neutral things that I say. And so when I do occasionally have warrant to complain, it doesn't come across as, oh, the only thing that she does is walk in the door and complain about stuff. Absolutely. That's a good point. That's a really good point. Versus I don't know my coworkers' families and it's just a weird move that it's the old ball and chain, which is no one ever says that anymore, but you get (laughs) Yes, absolutely. I really, I do like how you put that and I do want to acknowledge that likewise, I appreciate that about our relationship because you know the goods and the bads of mine as well. It makes it like the conversation is freer. I know all your dirty little secrets. (laughs) All of them. (laughs) All of them. (laughs) But it's, it's, you meet these people and then there's a Christmas party in the old times, let's say. And their spouse is there or their kid is there. And the only thing you've heard about this person is how annoying they are to their partner. Mm-hmm. And then they're left alone to make small talk with these people who have only heard these terrible things about them. What is yeah. <laughs> Which, frankly, honestly, it's going to form kind of a negative impression in my head of them without meeting them. Like, I'm not going to treat them any differently, Mm -hmm. but I feel like I definitely had that experience at parties where I was introduced to somebody and I hadn't necessarily heard good things. Yes. And, you know, it wasn't like, oh, they're, you know, terrible, horrible, but it's like, oh my God, they did this. And I just kind of was, I would spend the entire time thinking like, why are you together? Yeah. (laughs) Which is not (laughs) what you probably want. (laughs) People, I mean, people can think whatever they want, but it's just, it's a weird, it's a weird impression to give off. And when I, you know, I'm not going to, I don't think this is entirely the problem, but I do think the problem is these kinds of fucking relationships are like the standard for media, at least for a Mm. very long time. I mean, I'm thinking about standard sitcom, Mm -hmm. right? Where it's like, okay, I guess in the standard sitcom, they love each other, but they spend the other 40%, 50%, 60% of the time fetching about their significant other. Or just, you know, people who are, you know, on again, off again, and very dramatic, and it always has to be so intense, and oh, I hate you. Why? Look, I understand, I understand that no- nothing is cookie cutter, <laughs> but why can't more media show examples of just, I don't want to use normal, because again, no relationship is the same, but just what a happy, healthy relationship is. And by that, I don't mean everything's great 100% of the time, you know? Uh, a couple who loves each other and, you know, gets into fights about mm-hmm. stuff and they have disagreements, but they know how to sort of work through it. And sometimes it maybe takes longer than others, but they certainly don't go around <laughs> complaining about their significant other. I want to see a couple where, where person A walks in every room and is like, hey, have I told you how much I'm madly in love with person B? And everyone else is, oh my fucking, yes, <laughs> shut up, enough. We got it. We've heard it every single day. <laughs> Please, and they're like, but I just, mm, see, I just want to make sure that I've made myself clear. <laughs> it's not that much to ask. And you know, like, I, it's, show us what I think I hear you saying. Show us what happens after the honeymoon phase. Because that ends for yeah. all of, I mean, and again, it's, I don't mean that to say, like, I'm not still happy and have, like, fun times, but. Right, it's- all per- perfect sunshine rainbows 100% of the time. Nothing Right. Is. I mean, at some point, let's face it. You start sharing a bathroom. <laughs> like that's- all the secrets come out. All the dirty little secrets <laughs> so come out. That's where all the dirty little secrets come from. <laughs> the bathroom. Yes. Yes. 
Whew. A point you've made, you know, uh, people get all up in arms like, oh, this is depicting violent content. Oh, this is depicting sexual content. And there is certainly like an overlap, mm. but everyone's totally okay with like really toxic relationship dynamics being presented as the norm across TV shows and movies and books, probably, yeah. as someone who hasn't read enough books in quarantine. <laughs> and it's just so rare to try to think about you know, it, it's like a it's like a meme on the internet. The whole, for example, you know, man who just loves his wife so much mm -hmm. trope dynamic. That that shouldn't be one where you're struggling to find examples, or vice versa, honestly. Or two ladies in love with each other, two gentlemen in love with each other, whatever. Yeah. It's just, and I don't even i i don't I don't think I'm qualified to speak to this, but the whole side fact that in a lot of media with homosexual couples there is always this added thing of oh one of them has to suffer like a tragic death or one of them has, like you can't just be yes. happy and i'm not saying okay you have fights you know you deal with things together and maybe you come out of it stronger and maybe you don't they don't all need to suffer tra traumatic death at the end they don't oh. and it seems to be weirdly focused on like those kinds of relationships which i find yes. bizarre it feels like it feels like, so this is a little bit of a tangent, but it's going to make sense. I love tangents. <laughs> thank, you know thank you for taking this journey with me. So you remember how you might have heard this a long time ago, long, 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 like long. There was no color. There was no word for the color blue. It was all purple. I don't know that I've heard this, but I like where this is going. <laughs> I, thank you for, thank you for being here with me. <laughs> I can always count on you. Tell me more. So it was... I like I'm thinking about maybe around like the Odyssey days where you find descriptions of things like the ocean or the sky and they're never blue. It's like dark shades of purple, different words for purple. And, you know, I don't know much detail about when we started using the color blue, but imagine around that time people started visualizing the color blue because now there was a word for it. Now there was a norm for it. And you could differentiate when something was blue from when something was just a shade of purple. And I think that's a big part of the problem with this media depiction is it's not like it's not like we have, you know, like you see something that's especially violent once in a while. You see something that's explicit once in a while or, you know, it's not every day, every television show you watch. But we are steeped in this purple of toxic relationships or short lived relationships are like always jealous. Yeah, jealousy. You know, jealousy and like, oh, you were hanging out with somebody else. Yes. And if we could see more examples that are like the blue, that are like what you're describing, past the honeymoon phase, comfortable, in love, happy, maybe not always happy, but together, maybe we would start to... Yeah, like a partnership. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> a real partnership. Then maybe we would feel less uncomfortable in our own relationships when things don't go perfectly. Or honestly, on the flip side, feel more comfortable if if something isn't working yes. out. Yes. Not feeling like, you know, not feeling you're, like you're doing something wrong or just having something else or not feeling like what, what you're experiencing is okay for you to be experiencing. Yes, that's important. Oh, take that note, my friends. That was a really good point. <laughs> And, you know, this is certainly not like a one size fits all uh, in any situation. But I just feel like the default in sort of most media depictions are not relationships that I would want any of my friends no. to be in and that I would want to be Absolutely. in. Absolutely. And when people talk about their relationships, like that's how they are for some dramatic 
what dramatic effect or attention or I don't know, making for the sake of a joke in a meeting. That's con- it concerns anyone who cares about them or it should. Yeah. And I feel like when we were trying to think about examples in media, granted, this was, you know, a 10 minute searching time. But like the only one we could come up with was uh, Wash and Zoe from yes. Firefly, which R.I.P. Amazing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but like how how sad is it that you kind of have to really dig or like, oh, oh, my God. Um, hey, bring in Full Metal Alchemist back into the Ooh, discourse. Bring it back. Cues. Hello. Oh, oh. Those are, and again, my tie-in, the one guy, the one couple in that show who isn't at each other's throats, who isn't, con- who, you know, is doing a great job and being serious about stuff and gets, doesn't, the good uh, for those who don't ever watch the show, for you need to, and let's just say it doesn't no, end it very does well. Oh, God. And it's just, how, how sad is it that, like, we could only come up with now two examples, one of them from a media that a lot of people maybe don't mm-hmm. even watch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it, again, to my point, like, well, when you're in a happy, normal relationship, and again, normal is not the right word to use here, it in media, it doesn't end well. It's only the sort of unhealthy, toxic relationships yeah. that really go You know, anywhere. there's one other thing that I'm trying to think if this is a good example or not, but it feeds into your point about how you do sometimes find it in very niche media. The Adams Family? <gasps> yes! Oh my goodness! How did we not think of the Adams Family? Know. That's perfect! They're, they're so, just like Walsh and Zoe, like, so in love, so respectful of each other, like, trust each other's capabilities, they're a team. Yeah, through good stuff and bad stuff. Because I, as someone who went on a Adams Family binge around Halloween last year, <laughs> look, it wasn't all like easy peasy. No. They went through some stuff, some like real, real hard stuff. <laughs> I love that you went on an Adams Family binge. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah, absolutely. It was been phenomenal. Highly recommend. So Anyone at any time should go on an Adams family. And then email us about it. Tell us how you liked it. Yes. (laughs) Yes. It's the email we haven't provided you yet. Please do that. But yeah. And again, but that's another great relationship. And it's so small of an example and such like a niche TV sort of one-off. Right. Like that's, and that's again, which is hilarious that we didn't think about it. Like that's the pinnacle. Like those are the the Mm -hmm. pinnacles. One. Now let's say three. And even if, even if everyone who's sending us emails, oh, or this one and this one, this one, even if we gathered everyone's stuff, I would argue that it's going to be a handful. And if you start to expand it, it starts to go into the niche areas where like, yes, there are people who see it and love it, but that's not the majority. They should, but they don't for, you know, access or they don't know about it or whatever. Absolutely. Absolutely. Such an excellent point. So disappointing. (laughs) Oh my God. It's true. They wouldn't be buying each other uh, fuzzy teddy bears or pink hearts no. from CVS. Not oh, at yeah. all. And you know, one more one more thing that's coming to mind while we're looking for re- representative relationships. It would be this does not this does not speak for me and my preferences. I am a one person woman, but there are people I know who are very very happy in polyamorous relationships. And mm-hmm. how cool would it be to see, instead of it being like, oh, all the drama, all the, w- just show me f- right. a functioning throuple. Which is a very het- like heteronormative take on it, shall we say, which surprise, surprise, the people who are writing these mm-hmm. things are a bunch of white guys in a yeah, room. So absolutely. Capitalism's the worst. 
I've, I've I know I need to catch up with the times a brief tangent. I've been watching a lot of New Girl for the first time. Ooh. And I and I hate that I love it, but it it's got a, quite a few things that kind of make me go. <laughs> it's not less so the depiction of to your less so like the depiction of well, so there's plenty of unhealthy relationships in that. But to your point, off of polyamorous relationships, the way that they write the one lesbian couple that I've encountered so far is absolutely wouldn't by written by a bunch of white oh, guys in let's just say that i hate it already and i it just as i am not i don't identify as a lesbian myself but as a lady appreciator mm-hmm. i just don't I, you needed to get some diversity in that room when you were writing that bit yes but anyway. ask an actual lesbian or just not a white yeah. guy <laughs> truly we're not a guy. Let's expand that to just not a guy yes. or a guy who doesn't identify as a lesbian because, again, that opens up the door. Uh, just, let's just get the – let's have the cis wise guys leave the room yeah, for a minute and get literally anybody else yeah, in there and it'll probably anyone be else. Like, get the vase in there. Like, you know, we need perspectives from everyone. The- <sighs> but, you know, that's too much to ask for. Sad but true. Maybe one day. <laughs> Maybe one day. And then we'd, I think, you know, in, in some ways, I think we'd have a lot, a lot happier y- youth. I hate to use the word youth. I've just aged myself immensely. <laughs> you know, having some, something for a frame of reference is what a pseudo healthy relationship is. Uh, especially if you're maybe not so fortunate to have those examples in your immediate life. That would be nice. Yeah. But in the meantime, hey, buy your girlfriend some candy. <laughs> Just, hey, buy your boyfriend uh, uh, some candy. Hey. Buy, love, no. buy some candy. <laughs> buy some chocolate. Buy, buy their love. <laughs> buy some podcast host some candy. <laughs> oh, yes. Buy, buy your podcast host some candy. Yes. And you take that in Sour Patch? What's your preference? Hmm. Ooh, Sour Patch. I just had some Ooh. Sour Patch today. Best by January, whatever. Totally Love fine. Uh, that also, I won't say I won't say no to general chocolate. All right. In a general chocolate. Yeah. Honestly, just most candy. I, I really won't turn my nose up at most. <laughs> Beggars are not going to be choosers here. It's just... Except I will say the shitty CVS, uh, the, the shitty CVS candy. I'll probably turn my nose up at that. No, that's Sorry, okay. I, I'll take that for you. I will take... Okay. See, look, we're fine. No matter what you you get, we will c- happily, happily ingest it for you. Amen to that. So, um, I, man, that went all over the it place. Did. Just like a a passionate, <laughs> a passionate love affair. <laughs> it, it really did. It had its serious moments. It had its joyous moments. It had its mysterious, mysterious. moments. Secret mysteries. mysterious moments full of secrets, <laughs> dark little secrets, dark little bathroom <laughs> secrets. Which heads up is the name of the the, the title for this podcast yep. episode. Yes, indeed, it is. <laughs> so now you'll all understand when you've gotten to this part. <laughs> so you know to to make some semblance of an attempt to wrap this bad boy up. We just uh you know we've we've complained about it a lot. But we want to just—it's a positive self-affirmation. We want to—we want to take a moment to remind you that as we head into the Valentine's Day festivities, the holiday in like about two weeks, you know, just remember that love doesn't have to be romantically. It can, 
it doesn't have to be between you and someone you're dating or in any kind of romantic relationship with. It can be between you and a friend or you and someone who you're in a relationship with, but maybe not romantically. Yeah. Uh, with your family, with any anyone or animals or anything else, you know, Aww. who brings who brings you joy and makes you feel good about yourself and who makes you feel good when spending time with them. So... <laughs> That's that's what it's really all about. So if nothing else, just take a moment and think about all the all the people who who make you feel feel happy and loved. And I think on the flip side, I think it's also important to remember that there's a lot of people out there who uh, who really love yeah. you. Yeah, and you know, if you're ever feeling real down, you can just remind yourself that all of this shit is made up, and we are probably living in a simulation anyway. So it's fine. <laughs> just. <laughs> The snakes know. Yes, this the snakes know what's up. <laughs> they know what's up. They know they what's do. up. Well, happy Valentine's Day, my beautiful happy snakes. Happy Valentine's. Bye. Bye.